Today, answers matter more than ever before. That's why IBM is helping businesses manage customer questions with Watson Assistant. It's conversational AI designed to work for any industry. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash Watson Assistant. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, Anita Marks with you for the next three hours. Um, again, from uh, the living room of my apartment. So as you know, if you listen to me, you know that I have quite a few dogs. So if you hear some dogs barking in the background, I'm sorry, not sorry. Um, this is part of their Saturday afternoon, and, and we unfortunately have invaded it. Um, we've got Ty, who's back at the studio, who's uh, manning down the fort. Ty, hi, how are you? Hello, hello, hello. How are you? I'm doing well. This is, what is this my, I, I mean, like, I don't know about you, but like the days just run together. This is my third or fourth Saturday back on the radio. I can't be sure. This is your third Saturday back on this the This is my third Saturday back, and so... um so yeah, so this is like this is like our this is like our, our weekly like get together. Our weekly Zoom meeting, if you will. This is our weekly Zoom happy hour. <laughs> <laughs> Talking all things sports of an course. older Anita Marks who just celebrated her birthday. About I a week did. and a half. Well ago. that was that was that was last Wednesday. Yeah, but just you know, for those who weren't listening. That was last, last Wednesday. Saturday. And it was and it was it was fantastic. Um above and beyond um, any birthday I would have imagined, uh, that you could celebrate during a pandemic. So, um, and of course we have, uh, just to confirm, we have Kyrie who's answering the phones yes, back at home. Right. So a three person team, three different locations, but all working hard for you guys today. 800-919-3776 is the phone number. That's how you get on board. I'm, I'm actually quite excited about a show. It's, I, I'd call the show somewhat of a potpourri. Um, I do want to kick off. Obviously, the big news this week is uh, the NFL schedule was released. Wow. Like, like, I mean, in all seriousness, Ty, I mean, it just goes to show you how thirsty, how hungry we are for any type of sports talk, sports information, something new, not watching replays of former games and um, past championships and I don't ever remember a time that the release of the NFL schedule was so, uh, so consumed. Um, I mean, listen, we, we, we knew who the opponents were. Really, it's, it's just, it's getting the dates in the book and, and it was, it was, it was a monster, right? Well, part of it is, you do know who the opponents are, but you want to know who you're starting the season against, who's the, right. who's the home opener, who you're ending the season against, uh, what type of stretches you have where you're, you're playing like, you know, contenders, like three straight weeks, uh, national television games, so Sunday night football, Monday night football, and Thursday night. So there's a, there are a lot of nuances to it, but you're right. It, it felt like we were actually getting a sporting event, <laughs> and we, we didn't. But it's, it's, it's really, it's really unbelievable. And obviously um, for me, I was excited because I look at the schedule and for the Jets, I don't really see many losses. So obviously, what? you know, oh 19 boy, and are 0. we going to. Are we gonna have, are we gonna have a discussion today then? If you don't see losses. Yeah, I I gotta admit, no Tom Brady in the division. I I don't see a lot of L's on this schedule. So, okay, well that's, this is gonna be an interesting discussion we will have. Um, so I will, uh, I'm gonna start the show off probably the first hour. I'll dive into, uh, the NFL schedule release. We'll dive into the Jets, which again should be a very interesting conversation with Ty and, and me. Um, open up the phone lines for all you Jets and Giants fans who want to chime in on the schedule as well, 800-919-3776. I'll dive into both of those. I do want to get into the contingency plans 
Um, I know not a lot is being discussed in regards to the league, and um, that's because Roger Goodell does not want that discussion to happen. Um, because, and, and listen, I don't blame him. Like, I, here's the thing. I love the optimism. I love the glass half full. I love the, we're going to start in September, period, into sentence. Uh, but we do have to call, talk, do we, we do have to discuss contingency plans because, uh, unfortunately, I do believe that, uh, that there will be some, um, that we will see happen. And not to be a negative Nelly, I'm just trying to be a realist. Um, so we will dive into the NFL schedule. Cynthia Freeland is going to join us in about, oh, 20 minutes. Get her take on the NFL schedule. There's, um, I'm also obviously, as you know, degenerate gambler here. Um, I am going to talk about some of the easiest schedules out there, some of the most difficult schedules out there relating to over-unders in win totals that you could gamble on right now, whether it's uh, MGM, Caesars, uh, DraftKings, FanDuel, whatever the case. Uh, some odds out there are better than others. I'll also dive into the point spreads for a number of the games, especially in week one, and uh, give you some uh, some tips, some insight, my own personal feelings on some of the point spreads that I want to jump on right now and some that maybe you could sit on because the public money is going to flow a certain way and, and, and the odds are going to get better. So we will dive into all that this hour. Good friend of mine, uh, as I, I say quite frequently, one of my favorite humans on the planet, and that is Mike Westhoff, who, by the way, is down in, in Fort Myers um, catching sharks. <laughs> During this pandemic, and I have to say, Mike Westoff is one of the gentlemen that I worry probably most about. Uh, keep in mind, Mike Westoff uh, has uh, battled and survived cancer not once, uh, but several times, and uh, is, as we know, is up there in age. And so, um, I check in with him about once every two weeks. I send him a text message just to see how he's doing. And this week, as we know, uh, the legendary Don Sh- at the age of ninety. And when I first got in the business, by the way, I started down in Miami, as you know, I'm from Miami, and I started uh, interning for a CBS television station down in Miami. And the gentleman that I worked for, Cambrough Marshall, hosted a show called Camp Shula. And as an intern, I was a part of producing that show. And so I got to spend a lot of time with Don Shula and got to know him and um, have some interesting stories and fun stories of my own, but Mike Westoff spent a ton of time with, uh, with Don Shula because, uh, his, his tenure and his time coaching with the Miami Dolphins. So Mike Westoff is going to join us and give us some insight, uh, on Don Shula, the coach he was, and also get his take on the Jets and the Giants and their schedule and what his expectations are for them this season. And then our second hour, I do want to dive into the NBA. Uh, Commissioner, uh, Silver, had an hour-long conference call with uh, a number of the NBA players yesterday. And can I just, and I know I say this all the time, and I'm sure there's people out there who agree with me. Like, I, I think Silver is the best commissioner in sport, period. You know, he just, he shoots from the hip. He's very honest. And some of the stuff that he communicated um, in regard to what the expectations are for the season moving forward are, are pretty significant. And I do want to dive into that. And we will. Also, uh, since I'm only on one day a week, uh, my Sunday show, hopefully it'll be back in action soon, but until things get safer out there for us, I, I, you know, hopefully that's, that's when it will be back on 98.7 ESPN, but I contribute to the 98.7 ESPN website, uh, about two or three days a week posting a variety of podcasts. And I was fortunate enough to have John Starks join me, uh, to really dive into the Michael Jordan documentary that we've all been mesmerized with haven't we called the last dance 
And so um, if you have not had an opportunity to listen to that podcast, uh, Ty has been uh, so gracious to uh, cut up some uh, some clips from it. And so I plan to share those with you as we're, get, we're getting ready for episodes seven and eight, which, by the way, I'm told are the best two episodes of the entire documentary. And those start tomorrow at nine o'clock. So really, really excited, excited about that. So our second hour will be NBA intensive. Also good friend of mine, Carl Francis, uh, who's been with the NFLPA for quite a while. Um, he's D's right hand man is going to be joining us at two o'clock. That's appointment radio. Why? Well, we're going to get some insight. You know, I, we will dive into what the NBA is planning, but I think it's really important we hear from somebody from the NFLPA. And what the mentality is right now for a number of NFL players as guess the NFL is moving forward and, and the draft took place and the schedule release took place as normal, but we're far from normal. Let's, let's really, let's, let's, let's be honest here. And, uh, what is the mindset right now with the NFL player? What's the mindset with the NFL PA? What are they expecting in regard to a season? So, uh, Carl Francis, I've known for quite a while and, uh, he's just, uh, another one of my favorite humans. So I'm excited. I've got two of my favorite humans on the, on the planet who's going to be joining us on the show today. So Carl Francis will be joining us at two o'clock from the NFLPA. Again, appointment radio. I'm really, really curious, uh, what he has to say uh, about the expectations for the NFL season on the horizon. And good friend of mine, John Muscari, who, uh, who is on with me for my golf show on the tee with Anita Marks is going to be joining me at 2.30 to, on, on Tuesday, May 12th, New Jersey, the New Jersey PGA has the all-in challenge that is taking place. Online auctions to raise money um, for frontline workers, a number of people that are dealing uh, with horrific conditions in regards to the pandemic. And there's over 50 items that are going to be for auction. So around uh, 2.30, John Mascari is going to pop on with me and kind of share some insight on on those items and, and how we can auction for them. Um, also, I want I do want to dive into the Andy Dalton signing for the Dallas Cowboys and the frustration, I'm sure, from Dallas Cowboy fans, the fact that Dak Prescott sitting out there with a franchise tag. Also, Cam Newton still not finding a home. How does Andy Dalton find a home, but Cam Newton not? What? <laughs> It's kind of crazy. I know. Um, so as, as you can see, uh, we've lined up a really, really, I think, a, a fun show for you today. Um, I'm excited for it. I'm excited to hear from a number of the people that we've booked on the show. And I'm excited to hear from you. 800-919-3776. Anita Marks with you. We get back uh, since Ty feels so confident in this jet schedule being a winner why don't we kick it off there? We'll come back. We'll kick off uh, my thoughts on the jet schedule. Uh, polar opposite than Ty. So this should be a fun discussion. And if you want to get on board, uh, we're happy to bring you in. 800-919-3776. Anita Marks with you on the Saturday afternoon. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Are you ready for this, Ty? She said today is National Dog Mom Day. Wow. Happy Mother's Day to me today. Obviously, it's Mother's Day tomorrow for Mama Mimi. You know what I got Mama Mimi for Mother's Day? Well, a I got her a lot of a stuff. A bouquet. Well, no. I, I'm Actually, you know, I'm quite... Uh, I know what you got me, her, actually. Call me call me crazy. A Tua Tungavailoa jersey. I did. How do you know that? <laughs> well, I was just saying it because, like sarcastically. Well, because I know how much she, she just adores him as a, a football player, as the quarterback of her favorite team. 
I did. I got her a Tua jersey. She loved that, didn't she? <laughs> wow, the fact that I guessed it, I'm really impressed. I am. I am so impressed with you. That's hilarious. That's pretty um, good. That made yeah, me Yeah, so that's what I got Mama Mimi for Mother's Day. Happy Mother's um, Early uh, Mother's Day out there for a number of you and for uh, those moms out there who have dogs like me. Um, happy Mother's Day. It's, it's, it's National Mom Dog Day. Dog Mom. That sounds made up. It's like a compound. Yeah, it's, no, like you can't I Googled. even get through it. No, without, no, that's fumbling. not what happened. She, she texted me right before I went to break. In the break, I went to Google GTS. I Googled it. It came up May 9th, National Dog Mom Day. Dog Mom Day. And also, a special shout out to you because you did something that, you know, really was able to resonate with my family. I you did. allowed, so last year, the last couple of years, actually, oh. um, what we did on Sundays, Misha and I are producing the show, mm-hmm. is our moms called in and we were able to, on the air, wish them a happy Mother's Day. And I remember the first year, it was probably two years ago when I started doing Sundays. I know my mom was so surprised. She started crying. So it was great. Thank you for that. <laughs> That's sweet. I wish I was on tomorrow. If I was on tomorrow, we would do it again. I'm sorry. Um, so, all right, so let's, let's dive into this jet schedule. I, I just, I, okay, so I'm, I'm gonna share with you where I am on this jet schedule. Okay? And I'm really curious where, where we, we go wrong here. So week one, well, let me, let me preface really quick. Let me preface by saying this. A lot of this year, in regard to what I'm holding as, uh, as valuable this year, is a few things, because let's be honest, we are in the middle of a pandemic and it's not going away anytime soon. So here are the things that I'm valuing when it comes to assessing NFL teams or just sports teams in general. Number one, core, the majority of the core team returning where there's not a lot of change on the roster. That's number one. No change of head coach or quarterback. That's number two. Very little change in the coaching staff. Keep in mind, every year, offensive, defensive coordinators get head coaching jobs. They leave. Uh, sometimes it's next man up. Sometimes they bring other people in. So teams that don't have a lot of change in regard to their coaching staff. Uh, number three, excellent head coaches. What am I talking about? Andy Reid, Sean Payton, Mike Tomlin. Like coaches that, that lead men into battle beyond expectation because this year and I do believe the NFL will have a season and dealing with it during COVID-19 and a pandemic it's going to be a battle beyond there's going to be unexpected hurdles um, that teams are going to have to tackle and you're going to need some of the best coaches who lead men extremely well okay um, teams with no drama Teams with very little drama. Like, I think the Dallas Cowboys have drama when it comes to Dak Prescott. There's a chance that he might hold out and not show up for however long training camp may, may be, whether it's a month, whether, whether it's two weeks, whatever the case may be. And they have a new head coach. Granted, coordinator, offensive coordinator is going to stay the same. Defensive coordinator has, 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 ch- has changed. Mike Nolan now is the defensive coordinator in Dallas, by the way. So I don't value the Dallas Cowboys as much as other people do. So let me just preface by saying that, okay? So those that I'm, those are like a few things that I'm 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 I have a lot of weight in beyond the X's and O's and the players and all that stuff. 
So week one, the Jets go to Buffalo. I, I think I, I think a lot of people are underestimating the Buffalo Bills. The over-under on their win total is eight, eight and a half. I'm all over the over. I think Buffalo crushes it this year. I mean, just absolutely. Their core comes back. They improved in free agency with Stefan Diggs. They improved, uh, in, uh, in, in the draft by, uh, drafting, um, uh, some, some really good offensive players, specifically with their rushing attack to go along with Devin Singletary. Um, they address some defensive players in free agency. They've got a great head coach. So I think that's a loss right off the bat. So here, let, let's just, let's just go by, let's go quarters. Okay. So Bills, 49ers, Colts, Broncos. I think the Jets are lucky to walk away with the first four weeks of the season at one and three tie. Who, 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 who in those first four weeks do you see them beating besides possibly the Broncos, which I think a lot of people are sleeping on? I think that the one thing you wouldn't as a Jets fan want to happen is for your schedule to have not one, but both of the teams that participated in the Super Bowl, you know, listed there and the, and the 49ers come in a week too, which is why I believe similar to last year it was the same situation. The Jets have to win week one. Because they lost week one last year, blew that 16 nothing lead, and then they fumbled from there on. They started 0-4, then they beat the Cowboys, but they were never never able to recover from there. I think they can beat the Bills. I, I agree that on paper the Bills are the better team, and it's in Buffalo. But it's a, if you are going to make the playoffs, your path to a, a postseason appearance has to involve you starting the season at the very least, I would say 2-2. Two and two. And, and the two games the two games that I would have them winning would be... Is Denver and in the Bills? Denver and the Bills. But, but here's the thing, you know. Again, it's just there's going to be so many obstacles here, and and to get used to travel during a pandemic, let alone like like we don't like we don't even know exactly like a host hotel. Yeah. Who's going to who's who's going to be in the host hotel? Like the amount of testing that's going to have to take place, and then you're on the. Ro- I just, I think, I think traveling is going to be um, a lot. But you're for, not traveling that far in this instance for week it, one. It's, it's, but it's so, not about distance. It's it, it's it's all that encompasses. Yeah. It it's all that encompasses traveling in whatever aspect that 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 entails during a pandemic. And who? So anyway, I have a question so, for you. Who like who would be better at answering this? Like so for that game specifically, we don't know if it's going to happen, but let's just assume it does. We know for a fact there will be no fans in attendance. No, how I don't think that, there's. I don't think there's going to be any fans. How much that? It's, how much does that affect the spread for the game first and foremost, and then actually, the actual game act, as it's being played? Actually, I, I did. I did a podcast. Uh, it, it actually, I think we, I, I think Jeff posted it yesterday uh, with David Berman, who oversees our gambling site at ESPN Daily Wager, and he's our, our main liaison with the guys in at Caesars uh, in Las Vegas, and and they said that the 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 difficulty that it's going to the difficulty that travel is going to encompass, um. Is will be there, there, there. How how do I phrase this properly? Not having fans is one thing. They're equating that to the difficulty in travel. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, so it's still going to be even, worth even though there points. won't be fans in the stands, teams that have to get on the road and travel during a pandemic, those trials and tribulations and all that they're going to have to deal with, as opposed to a team at home, equates to 
having fans in the stands. And to a larger degree, like when the Jets have to go to L.A. Which, by the way, the Jets have to go. The Jets have three West West Coast Coast games. games. Three West Coast games, by the way. So anyway, just to sum it up. um, So the first four weeks, I have the Jets going one and three. Then they take on the Cardinals, the Chargers, the Bills and the Chiefs. Again, one of those is a West Coast game. Another is at Kansas City. Good luck with that. Um, and then what's, what I find really interesting, and then they take on the Patriots on Monday night. Um, I think they could win that game. I'm not as high on the Patriots as most people are. And then what I find interesting is from November 15th through November 25th, the Jets are at Miami, then they have a bye, and then Miami's here. So that's a nice chunk of, I think, what, 25 days or something like that? What is that? 25 days, they're playing one team. They're playing one team. Uh, That's kind of strange. And then the Raiders at Seattle, the Rams at the Rams, the Browns, and then at the Patriots. I have this, I have this Jets team at five and 11, Ty. Five and 11. Just five wins. Five and 11. The over under, the over under on them is six and a half. And so I, I, I have the under on the Jets. I think they'll be lucky if they win six games. Wow. That's very discouraging. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's, let's, let's take a call or two before we take a break. Cause I know Cynthia Freeland's going to be joining us. Let's go to Ira in Staten Island. Ira, you're up. Wish your mother a happy Mother's Day. Oh, thank uh, you, Ira. I appreciate it. And, and Ty, don't take this the wrong way. Um, I kind of lean towards the news. Uh, Mark, I think the traveling, and I just think you got limited amount of preparation. You got four new offensive linemen. I do think, I do believe this team is going to be better than last year's team. I think they can get to seven games. I agree with Janita. I see one and three the first quarter, two and two the second quarter. I actually have them six and six headed into the last month. But then I think the Rams and Seattle games are probably not going to turn out great. And then at Pats, you never know. So I, I actually, ha- I think I haven't set it seven and nine. And you, you know, you see how you know what happens with the league, the bounces, who stays healthy, who doesn't. I think at best they could get to eight and eight, and at worst I think five to six, like you said. Ira, thank you for the phone call. I appreciate it. You're listening to Anita Marks on ninety-eight point seven ESPN. This was a great album. By the way, so she's having. The, are you familiar with the uh, versus battles on IG Live? Can't say I am. So you, you'll get two artists that go song for song, twenty songs, mm-hmm. and then the listening audience will vote on who won the round, Ooh. and then you tally it up. And then you'll have whoever the, the victor is at the conclusion of it. So tonight, we've got Erica Badu, Jill Scott. Ooh, Jill Scott, come on. That is at I 9 think, p.m. I think, I think, I think that Jill, Jill Scott's album, I think that has to be one of the top albums ever, ever released. I am such an Erica Badu fanatic. This is, it's gonna really? be fun though, it's gonna be fun. But here's the thing with that Jill Scott, what was the name of the album by the way? Um, do you recall? The Jill Scott album? Yeah. I don't remember it. But, um, you know, when that, when that album was released, like, whenever you're able, like, that's, that album was one that, like, you just, you put it in and you, you didn't forward anything. Like, you, you, the Jill Scott album, you listened from start to finish. But which one are you, which, which year are you talking about? Her, the, the one where she won Artist of the Year, Album of the Year. Hmm. I'll, in, in the break, in the break, I'll call it up. I'm excited for it. 
This is one of those things that during the quarantine has flourished. Like these music battles, you know, the entertainment aspect hasn't really lost its luster, especially when you when you look at social media and how that's played and how that's had an impact. So I'm excited for tonight. All right, I do want to get into some NBA talk, but Jerome in East Brunswick has been holding on. So let, let's let's get to him before we move on to some NBA talk. Jerome, welcome in to 98.7 ESPN. Hey, thank you so much, and thank you for the wine tip. Oh, you got it. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Jerome hit me up on uh, on Twitter. I guess are you looking for a nice bottle of wine for your mom tomorrow? For my for my wife. Who's the for your wife. The for your wife. So I'm I'm in I'm in I'm into some Cote d'Rhone. It's, uh, okay. it's, it's, it's a wine. It's, it's from the French region and, um, it's not very expensive and it's, re- it's, it's very tasty and it's just delicious. Okay. So that's, that's, that's kind of where I'm vibing right now. So a, a nice right. Cote d'Aron for the wifey would be nice. I'm going to check that out. I'm going to pick that up. I'm going to pick that up. So, you know, it's good that you guys were talking about, you know, the different entertainment stuff because, um, the, the last dance, I, I thank God that ESPN <laughs> put that out early, you know, because we watch it on Sundays and then we watch it during the week and we watch it more before the actual show comes on. So I'm glad that they decided to put that out early. And um, in terms of my Jets, I'm thinking if we win six home games and pull two more on the road, that's eight and eight. I'll take a 500 season. What's your thoughts? So you're 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 more confident about the Jets than I am. Where do you where do you, where do you see eight wins, Jerome? I see, I see eight wins. I have, um, without, I think that we could beat Cleveland. Really, I think we could beat. I think we could beat Cleveland at home. I think we could probably split. I think we could split with Buffalo and Miami. I say they win in their house. I say we win in ours. Right, I think we could pull off a win versus um, the Cardinals and the Raiders, and then from there on the road, if we could just win two games on the road, I mean, who says we can't snatch a win? You know, from maybe Indianapolis or or get lucky versus Miami down in Miami. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't see winning in New England on the road. I don't see. I mean, it could happen. No Tom Brady. Who knows? Maybe we could win both of the games versus New England without Tom Brady. Interesting. You know? All right, Jerome. Thank you for the phone call. I appreciate it, and uh, hopefully your 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 wifey likes the bottle. Um, all right. So here we go. Bills. I think they lose. Forty ers They lose. Colts. They lose. Broncos. Again, I think people are sleeping on the Broncos. They have besides the Baltimore Ravens. John Elway has put together one of the fastest teams, and the fact that they got Jerry Judy. It's just, it's so dumb, ridiculous, dumb, like good dumb. Uh, the Cardinals, keep in mind, DeAndre Hopkins is there now, second year for Murray and uh, Kingsbury and that air raid offense. And defensively, they got better. I think that could be tough. Um, at the Chargers, uh, no bueno. I don't believe they split the Bills. Then they're at the Chiefs. Um, I do believe that they could beat the Patriots. In fact, I think they could go 2-0 and against the Patriots, by the way. I, I, I think this is a reset button for the Patriots. They split the Dolphins, so that's 1-1. One one. So they're 3-1 and one there. Um, Raiders, uh, okay, I'll give them that win. Okay, so that's, so that's four. Um, and then maybe they take, maybe they take the, the, the Rams, maybe they take the Rams. 
So again, I'm, I just, I, I, again, I don't mean to be a negative Nelly. Uh, and I know I sound like I am one, and I apologize. By the way, Ty, the album is Who is Jill Scott? Yeah, I just saw it. Who is Jill Scott? Words and Sounds, Volume 1. I think, hands down, top five album ever created. Yeah, so Call that dropped crazy. in 2001. She won a couple awards for that. Or was yeah, nominated for think, a couple awards for that. Right? Yeah. I believe so. Um, and, and here's here's a, a, a interesting story for you. Um, years and years ago, I was in Philadelphia and a very good friend of mine, uh, named Jamie said, Hey, there's this girl. She's from England. She's going to be in Philadelphia. Not a lot of people know her. She's performing at a bar in Philadelphia. It's 500 people standing room only $10 at, at the door. Do you want to go? I'm like, sure, you know, I'm into music. Yeah, it'd be fun, you know? So we go, standing room only, bar in downtown Philadelphia. And, and we, like, so we, we got a spot, like, near the bar. And all of a sudden, this girl comes out on stage. And she's a little overweight. She's wearing this big sundress, no shoes. The bottom of her feet are, are dirty as all get out. And that's, like, a pet peeve of mine. Like, I can't stand dirty feet. And so she's got this amazing English accent. And she says, since I'm in Philadelphia, I reached out to Jill Scott. And I asked Jill Scott if I could sing some of her songs from her album. And at that that time, you know, who is Jill Scott? I want to say it was like maybe a year or two years released. It was Adele. Wow. I paid I paid ten dollars. Marinating this for a minute. That's wild. I paid $10 at the door at a dive bar in Philadelphia to watch Adele sing songs from Who is Jill Scott. Adele, who, by the way, just celebrated a birthday. Yeah, and she's. Did, have you seen? Have you seen photographs of her yeah, online? Yeah, she's lost oh. a lot of weight. She's lost like her, she's lost like two people. She uh, she she blew up on the internet the other day. Can you guess how old she turned? Um, if I had to guess, I'd say thirty-two. 32. Wow, you nailed it, thirty-two. Yeah, Good yeah for you. if I had if I had to guess, but can you believe that? Can yeah, you that's believe? That's crazy. I know. Probably one of the most amazing performances. One of the well, ma- most amazing performances I've ever... Because it was a mix. It was a mix of Jill Scott, because she was in Philadelphia. And it was a mix of her own music that nobody was really aware of. That has to be on your Mount Rushmore of like memories, right? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. All right. I know we've derailed. When we get back, I promise, we're going to spend the next 30 minutes uh, talking about the NBA and... Um, Adam Silver's conference call, what he discussed, uh, what NBA fans could potentially expect to happen. Uh, and also, I do want to dive into The Last Dance because we have episodes seven and eight that are airing tomorrow, Sunday at 9 p.m. And apparently these are the these are the must watch two episodes. You think this documentary has been great so far? Apparently, we haven't seen anything yet. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, joining me is good friend John Muscari, head pro over at Alpine Country Club. Um, John, hi. Burr, it's freezing outside. Yeah, there's some vortex, some winter vortex. Yeah, stuff. people are golfing, though. Are they really? 
Oh yeah. Yeah, no, not for me. You know what happens to no? me? Well, no, you know, I, I have that. I have that circulation problem. If I can't no, go anything right. lower than than seventy degrees, my I lose <laughs> circulation in my fingers and my toes. Which, by the way, I I uh, I teed it up on Wednesday for the first time over at Skyway. Oh yeah, how'd you do? Nine holes. It was beautiful. First of all, courses course over there is unbelievable. Oh, it's got to um, be Steve, perfect. Right? No Steve and those guys, they have months, it. They have it in. Right? Oh my god, they, they they got the track in such great shape. Greens were great. It was awesome. It was it was it was great to get out there. Um, hopefully, after this, the weather changes uh, for good. Changes for good, and uh, and and I could at least get out there at least once or twice a week. That would be nice. Um, Where here? Well, no, I can't. I I can't play it out. I can't play. I can't play at your club because members members only. Let me ask you this. In, in all seriousness, um, okay. and I'm not mad at. I'm not mad at you. You sure? Maybe a little, but I'm not mad at you. Okay, um, but but are the majority of of private clubs around uh, New York and New Jersey the same? Like members only, no guests at all. Yeah, as of right now, you know, we're we're thinking about maybe picking a day during the week where we feel we could handle the guest play. But right now, the 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 boards of these clubs feel like they can control the members and they the messages out to the membership of how they're going to uh, act on a golf course and. I guess until things are loosened a little bit by our governors, uh, we're still going to be in this holding pattern. You know, because a few of your members have uh, reached out to me and want me to come. Oh, really? Help. Now, have they? Yeah, they well, have. I'll have, to, I'll have to give them a call then. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, we, we have you on uh, to discuss more important things than my golf game. And uh, something very special is happening on Tuesday, uh, May 12th. Uh, New Jersey PGA All-In Challenge. Why don't you let our listeners know exactly? Yeah, this is super exciting. Uh, I know a lot of people know about the All-In Challenge. Uh, It's been all over the country. It's raised over like $35 million so far. But on Tuesday, the New Jersey PGA is going to begin our All-In Challenge with an online auction to raise money for the Salvation Army of New Jersey, uh, the First Responders Children's Foundation, and the Father English Community Center in Patterson. So we're going to have a bunch of stuff on this auction, rounds of golf to like some of the greatest clubs in the state, Ridgewood, Plainfield, Hamilton Farm, Canoebrook, Glen Ridge, Liberty, Alpine. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be doing lesson packages from golf pros all over the state, some awesome golf equipment, signed memorabilia, a ton of stuff, all the proceeds going to the charity and everything is donated. So a hundred percent of the, of the profits are going to, um, to help impact the lives of all these people in the communities in New Jersey through golf. So we're really that's, excited to start this. That's fantastic. All right. So, so uh, for our listeners out there, so how do they, how do they auction? What do they do? Where do they go? Yeah. So they can go to charityauctionstoday.com, search for the New Jersey PGA, you can also check out the New Jersey Golf Foundation, which is NewJerseyGolfFoundation.org. It'll have links to our, our site. You can go on there. You can browse through all the awesome stuff, put a few bids in, and uh, when everything settles down and the weather gets a little warmer than today, enjoy some of the best golf in the country. For sure. Again, John Muscari joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Hopefully you've uh, tuned into our golf show on the tee with Anita Marks, um, and, and hopefully we'll be back in action at some point in time this season that would be great uh before i let you go the match dose the match two tiger and peyton against phil and tom brady um your your thoughts 
I can't wait for this. I think it's going to be awesome. I love that they brought uh, Tom and Peyton in. If you've been following along, Tom took the first shot on Twitter with his little uh, two adults and two kids picture, the crying uh, guys in the corner. He's with Phil. Um, now Peyton kind of fired back. If you, if you looked, I don't know if you saw this, and they did like a little uh, Zoom call between the four of them the other day. I did. I did see that. It this was week. fantastic. You know, Peyton giving Tom a hard time for, as he said, breaking and entering in Tampa. So I thought that was great. But I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Sunday, the 24th of May, 3 o'clock, TNT. There's going to do some pre-match stuff on, on the Bleacher Report app. Um, you can't pick a better golf course. The Medalist Golf Club in, in Florida, in Hope Sound, is iconic. It's gonna be, you're going to love seeing it. It's awesome. So no fans. That's okay. Right? Uh, but okay, you let me I play. Ask you. No fans. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Um, so Ooh, I what, 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 what is it? Best ball, alternative shot, so um, two-man scramble. What, what, how, what are they playing here? They're doing a little bit of both. The front nine will be a four ball. So that means the golfers are playing their own ball, and it'll be the best score of the pair versus the best score of the other two players. With handicaps, nine, right? Yeah, they're going to be handicapped. Both of those guys are single-digit handicaps, so there's not going to be a lot of I think they're eights. I think both Tom Brady and, and Peyton Manning are eights. So they'll, so they'll be getting four aside, or maybe more than that. I mean, Tigers want a plus five or a plus six. We'll see. It should be interesting to see how it's handicapped. But the back nine is going to be a, a modified alternate shot. So the, the players will tee off. The team will pick the best of the two drives, and then they'll play that ball alternately into the hole. So – you know, Tiger will hit one, then Peyton will hit one, then Tiger will hit the putt. So it'll be that. That should be fun on the back nine, and really the best holes at Medalist are on the back. A couple of drivable par fours with real small greens should be fun. Um, who's going to be who's the commentating? Ernie Johnson. Yes, yes, Ernie Johnson is Charles. Is Charles Barkley going to be a part of this? I would imagine he would be, right? Yeah, I would think so. I think Charles and I. I, I did hear Pat Perez also might be in there as well. So all. Colorful gentlemen, so it should be nice. And all the guys are going to be mic'd up, which should be fun, too. What day so, is this again? This is going to be May 24th. Uh, May 24th. Sunday. Mark your calendars. Mark your calendars, everybody. Not that, not that we all it's have much to do anyway. What are we, I know. What are we going to do? What are we doing anyway? What, what, I mean, really. what else are we doing? Right. Um, also, but, uh, what about the, uh, what about the uh, Rory and uh, DJ against Fowler and, and Wolf? Right. So that's going to be... Just down the road uh, at Seminole. That is, just, that's on the seventeenth of May. Uh, that'll be Rory and Dustin Johnson and Matt Wolf and your boyfriend Ricky Fowler. Yeah. Uh, in a skins game, so mano y mano, the four of them playing for skins. Uh, again, you, you talk about another great golf course. Seminole is fantastic. So I'm sure all the listeners will be tuning into both of those. It'll be great. Great opportunity for golf. So, great opportunity to see the best in the world and to raise some money for charity. So here are the odds right now. Um, Rory and, and DJ favored minus 250. Fowler and Wolf plus 175. Worth, worth some coin on Fowler and Wolf at plus 175? I mean, if you want to waste your money betting on Ricky Fowler, that's your problem. But Ow. Ow. Just saying. Rory and Dustin. Well, remember, is it? Well, yeah. is it uh, <laughs> Come on. I mean, really? <laughs> Come you on. Think, you, think, for like you think Brooksy? Months. You got all this great material. 
You think Brooksy is jealous that Rory gets to spend all this time with his best friend, his best he buddy, probably, DJ? Yeah, he probably is a little bit jealous. I should be there. <laughs> right. Is, do you think? Do you think the reason? You, you think You're the not reason very that good Bro- for TV. Do you think the reason that Brooksy's not in this is because of his knee? Do you think it would have been Brooksy and DJ? Um, maybe. It could be. I just think that Rory's a little more charismatic, let's put it that way. He's better mm-hmm. for TV. And uh, we can't have a, as I always say, you can't have Melba Toast out there. Ooh, look at you with the digs. I'm fired up today. I mean, seriously. I, really? I don't know. I'm just like... I just want it all to be over. I want to go play golf again. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry, my friend. And I want to be in studio with you soon. So I know I want that to get back going. Actually, actually, I'll be on. I'm I'm kind of enjoying doing the show from my living room. It's not bad. No. No. Do you get tr- and, 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 and my and my here's, just... here's the thing. My dogs have not barked. What are we? We're we're two hours and forty three minutes into the show. Not one peep so far. Not one bark. This is amazing. Really? That this is, is amazing. But you know now. why? They're going to start you, going crazy. You know why? It's National Dog Mom Day. Whoa. Happy Mother's Day to you. Exactly. Because they, you are they, the quintessential dog mom. And they know it. And so they're they're like, mom's working. We can be quiet for three hours. Those dogs have a better life than I do. They have a better life than anyone, to be quite frank. Maybe. Anyway, um, John, thank you so much. This is so fantastic. Again, everybody, Tuesday, May 12th, New Jersey PGA All-In Challenge, some of the best golf courses in and around the tri-state area. Um, and you could you can auction on getting out there and playing some great golf, and it all goes to a great cause. And, John, we thank you for jo- joining us today and, uh, and, and giving us some insight on all of this. I appreciate you, my friend. My pleasure. Great to talk to you, Anita. You got it. Enjoy the rest of the afternoon. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.